0: Love Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and live from Travis Kelsey's family suite, it's the Fourth and Inches show with <laughs> Jenna and the Sherpa. Jenna, you never know where we're going to be coming from from week to week, but uh, here we are partying in the luxury suite. We are everywhere.
1: Uh, the good news is uh, it didn't look like but, anyone ate any food, so I think we, we've we got a plethora of options here. <laughs>
0: yeah, oh. I'll go for the barbecue since we're in Kansas City. But uh, anyway, play. so um wasn't a good week for either of our um, real-life teams. No. Uh, hopefully your fantasy no. teams did a little bit better.
1: Actually, they did, surprisingly. Uh, I, I think out of seven teams, six of them won. So we had some silver lining. How did yours do this week? Oh.
0: Um I think I was – my four teams were two and two, so nothing to – shout about but uh, at least i'm off the schneid in all my leagues now so not that that's anything to brag about especially since we're (laughs) telling other people what to do with their teams but uh
1: well we're we're much better at telling people what to do than we are to following our own (laughs) advice
0: yeah what's that old saying those that can't do teach
1: exactly here we are people (laughs) year 14 of teaching (laughs) i mean we had uh we had quite the week here uh, as we saw the Dolphins put up seventy points. Cowboys forgot how to play football. Taylor Swift made the the female NFL demographic about seventy eight times bigger than it used to be. And we're going to London this week. How are you feeling about all this? Is there anything that stuck uh, out well, to you other than Jalen Waddell not being on the field for you this week? Really sorry about that. Yeah,
0: that's, uh, that, um, irked me a little bit when I saw them scoring 70 points without him. Maybe they'll trade him to yeah. some team that needs him at the, at the deadline. The Giants so, could use him. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they could use nice. a lot of play, They could use him more if he played offensive line, but, uh, unfortunately, I don't think that's work. the case. Or if he you, if you were a running back, yeah. maybe a healthy running back. But, uh, anyway, I don't know. It's, it, it's just weird. There, there's so much weirdness. I mean, thankfully, this is, a week without the the healthscape known as the bye weeks that starts next week and oh. then we've got the Jaguars playing the first of two consecutive games in London you know and then you know the Eagles this is week four we made it almost to the end of September it actually will be out of September without the Eagles having played a one yeah. o'clock uh, yeah. game um, and my Giants are going to make it into mid-October without having played a 1 o'clock game by virtue of being on uh, three primetime games in a West Coast uh, start uh, for the fourth game. So they've, they've not yet to play a 1 p.m. game. No.
1: I have to say but it's, it's anyway. collectively dangerous for the Philadelphia area to have them continue to play late games because people start drinking like days before. Like there have to be people dying because the Eagles are not playing 1 o'clock games. <laughs> this cannot be good for yeah. the area. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait till the Phillies are in the playoffs too, then it'll be uh, twice yep. as bad.
1: I I do have to say my one bright spot this week, since obviously I'm still still mourning the Cowboys and Trayvon Diggs ACL. I had Keenan Allen put up 45 points on a fantasy team for me this week that should not had no business winning anything. And managed to win by 15 points. So you know what? Thank you, Keenan Allen. Appreciate you.
0: The touchdown pass <laughs> to uh, Mike Williams, who's another really helped for me. I had had him in a couple leagues, which you oh, know, no. won't do me much good after this week, after last week. You're, but, in, a, you're uh, in a tough anyway. run,
1: tough run right now. <laughs>
0: the one, the one league, uh, the one, you know, the 32 team uh, IDP uh, dynasty league that yeah. we both play in. I think we're allotted 10. Injury reserve spots, and I think I'm up to using eight of them already. You
1: were you were like almost at max capacity. capacity.
0: (laughs) Pretty much, but
1: I mean, I'm still I'm still carrying like four guys on that roster that are not even employed by NFL teams currently. So like, it's not like I'm doing any better. (laughs) Well, if somebody comes up, you know, you'll have the the spot for them. I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready. (laughs) I have a quarterback, so I'm okay. Uh, Unfortunately, this is probably... Yeah, thank goodness. I'm getting the second one back this week.
0: Just one more than I um, have right now, so...
1: That's true. Yeah, some guy keeps trying to give away quarterbacks in our league. tired of seeing those trade bait posts. I don't have anything to trade you. I'm done.
0: (laughs) Maybe you could package those four players that aren't in the league anymore.
1: Yeah, one of them might come back. You never know. (laughs) Let me go pick up Colin Can you Drake one, he one them no? he kind of them or doesn't count as not being in
0: the league?
1: Um, I don't think I currently have him. I have at least two tight ends on IR. I think I have three or four defensive players that currently are unrostered. But you know, they might be. They might come back. I think only one guy is officially retired. I dropped most of the other ones.
0: Lawrence Taylor?
1: Not yet, but I'm thinking I'm thinking there's a chance. It might be better than some of the options I'm running out there. <laughs> but you know what? My dumpster fire team has actually won a game, so I'm feeling good about yeah, it. You I'm impressed. You should. Yeah, it might, might not happen again, guys, so we should probably celebrate now. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we do have several injuries to get to, not just the Cowboys and my pride. Uh, we're also going to tell you how to fix these problems, unless you're team is too far gone like mine is. Sherpa's going to give us some great waiver wire options. There are some. I promise there are some out there. It might not feel like it, but there's a few. We've got our game picks, who to start, who to sit, some daily fantasy picks, some General tom foolery whatever you're looking for we've got it here and we'll be here with you for a full hour as we are every week we'll be here until 8:30 p.m. eastern time today if you're listening later well welcome we're happy you brought us on your commute uh and then we'll be back next week on Tuesday at 7:30 eastern time as our our regular time i think our our schedules have settled down a little bit we're still still getting into midseason form here and if tom you Fuller, can't get you enough of us starting
0: a quarterback for the raiders this week
1: yeah, it's possible. You and I are eligible to start a quarterback for the Raiders. I don't know if, well, they, they, if they know, but Colin I'm Kaepernick has been working out. <laughs> He's available. There's a very nicely worded letter he sent to the Jets. Um, but if one hour just isn't enough, if if you just need more of this, which how could you not? It, we've been here 14 years. If you need some companies, there's a lot of back episodes. But you can find us all over social media. We're on the X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, we're tweeting. We're out there. You can find us at the number four T H N Inches Show at J K I M one six and Fantasy underscore Sherpa. You can find us on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page. You can find us at Gmail. You can email us all your thoughts. <laughs> we're at the number four T H N Inches Show at gmail.com and of course with you all week long. <laughs> Any questions, comments, concerns? Don't talk to me about the Cowboys injury problems. I know. Um, other than that. We've got everything here to guide you to victory. So we're getting you in an action-packed hour. We'll start off with the worst part, and that is the injuries, who literally up to the minute of the show starting, thank you, West Coast teams, was still being added to. (laughs) In Arizona, James Conner popped up on the injury report about 20 minutes ago uh, with a back injury. He was limited at practice today. This is different than the other soft tissue injuries he's had leading up to this week. The back, popping up now, no indication prior. We're limited. It's Wednesday. I don't love how this looks going in. I'd have a plan B because it's definitely not a sure thing he's going to be in the game this week. Um, Kyler Murray, not playing this week either. (laughs) But they did uh, announce this week he is going to play this season, but it probably won't be week five when he's eligible to come off the pup list. He's getting healthier, but he's not ready yet. I guess the Josh Dobbs experience is going to roll on, which personally I'm kind of enjoying (laughs) at linebacker. uh, Keep an eye on Zavian Collins. It looks like he's going to be good to play this week. He left the game last week in the third quarter with an eye injury, got poked in the eye, something in his eye. But he is good to go. That is an important part of that defense, which they're very much going to need this week. Um, But they're going to London. (laughs) I'm sure they're all really excited about it. I do have to say one note about this London thing. A couple of Jaguars players – intentionally, not intentionally, I'm not here to point fingers. I just think it's brilliant. Had some injuries pop up, like back injuries, you know, some of these veteran guys that, like, they couldn't actually get on that long of a flight, so they decided to stay back in America for the two weeks. I think that is a fine idea. Well played, guys. (laughs) I don't don't think they're missing anything. Um, In Atlanta, sorry, guys, uh, I I just – I just don't think it's going to get better for you, even with Jacksonville leaving people behind this week. Uh, I, if you were playing in America, maybe I'd pick you, but spoiler alert, I don't think I'm going to. Biggest name on the injury report this week uh, and has been the last couple of weeks, Cordell Patterson, who faked us all out last week. We all thought he was going to play. He was full practice all week long. Now he's limited practice. Didn't play last week. Not sure if he's going to make his season debut this week. I'm inclined to say no uh, it doesn 't seem that we 're actually turning in the right direction here, so keep an eye on that again. Have a plan B other than that uh, defensively, things are not great injury wise there but you know it's it 's london we 'll see what happens <laughs> in Baltimore. Uh, we have a a divisional matchup, which might be for all the marbles at this point already uh The Ravens might be the most injured team in football possibly ever in history at this point they have something like 21 starters on the injury report right now um and it's not getting a whole lot better (laughs) let's take a look just at at the wide receivers to start odell beckham jr did not play last week still not practicing with that ankle injury i suspect we will not see him again this week uh rashad bateman also not practicing he's dealing with a hamstring injury that's going to be pretty touch and go Uh, the fact that he's not even limited doesn't doesn't say a lot of good things, but we'll see. Also, it looked for a few minutes that the Ravens would not actually have an active running back on their roster at points this week, which is really not what you want to be doing going into an NFL game. Um, but it looks like Gus Edwards is out of the concussion protocol. His brains are not scrambled. He is practicing fully today. He's going to be good to go, which is good because he is the only healthy running back they have. Justice Hill still dealing with turf toe, not practicing, doesn't look great for his availability this week. Someone's getting promoted off the practice squad. Sherpa might have to play running back. I don't know. They're they're going to need to Robin figure Gordon something out, so. though. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Kenyon Drake too. Yeah, Kenyon Drake's floating around in the practice squad. So you're going to see some, uh, some familiar faces in a new uniform this week, and they're all going to be playing running back. Um, also worth noting... Uh, cornerback Marlon Humphrey is not practicing. He's dealing with a foot injury. They're also dealing with some issues with linebackers, particularly David Ojabo is questionable. He's got an ankle injury. And the offensive line is it, it's not looking very healthy, but it looks like we got a chance of having Ronnie Stanley back in. He was at practice today. It was limited. He hasn't played the last two games with a knee injury. Um, they may also get back center Tyler Linderbaum, which would be great. He's been dealing with an ankle injury. He was limited to practice today as well. But it's it's going to be an interesting mix out there for the Ravens this week. We'll see what happens. In Buffalo, relatively healthy. It's mostly defensive injuries. Um, one in particular you want to keep an eye on is safety Micah Hyde. He's not practicing with a hamstring injury. That's going to go down to day, game time, obviously. <laughs> They're going to want some secondary players out there with the way the uh, Dolphins looked last week against Denver. Probably best to get healthy if they can. In Carolina, not sure who's going to play quarterback. Not sure if the same guy's going to play quarterback the whole game. They're thinking Bryce Young is on track with that ankle injury. Granted, even if he does, Andy Dalton might be coming in for the short down situation. It just, I don't love it. Also, don't love running back Miles Sanders, who's questionable. He was limited today with a groin injury, which is not the same injury he was limited with last week, which is a pectoral muscle injury. This groin injury is actually coming back from the past, back in August. Uh, the fact that it is already reoccurring and we're just changing soft tissue injuries does not make me feel warm and fuzzy about his prospects this week. Also, I'd keep an eye on the defensive side of things. Safety Xavier Woods, probably not going to play this week. Hold his hand. Bert probably. He's not going to play this week. Pulled his hamstring during the game Sunday. He's going to be out potentially four to six weeks. They didn't have a lot of depth to lose, and that's a big one. So, Moving on to probably the least watched game of the week, maybe of ever, and that is one half of that game, the Chicago Bears. Um, not, not a lot to get excited about here unless You know, your silver lining is that offensively there's not a lot of injuries report. The defense, on the other hand, a lot of guys walking wounded out there, although they're not facing the most out offense. So maybe you're okay still starting the defense. Dealer's choice. See how that goes. (laughs) In Cincinnati, most notably, Joe Burrow is not on the injury report today, and he absolutely should be. Uh, Still dealing with a calf injury, but we're, I guess, not going to talk about it anymore because we're going to pretend it's not real. However, one that is real, one that is actually on the injury report, is tight end Irv Smith, Jr., who's questionable with a hamstring injury, did not play Monday, didn't practice today, not looking like he's on pace to play this week. So, again, have another plan at tight end. I hope you were not pinning all your hopes and dreams on Irv Smith, Jr. to begin with. No offense to you, but fantasy-wise, it was not the best option. In Cleveland, the other side of the state, we've got Deshaun Watson popping up on the injury report. They say today he's just resting his throwing shoulder. Um, he did leave the game briefly after getting a forearm to the throat and not really being able to breathe, but he came back, was fine. Then he got hit hard on the shoulder in the third quarter, so the shoulder thing might be more of an issue than we're being led to believe. Keep an eye on that. Running back Kareem Hunt, who is on injury report with rib and groin injuries despite the fact that he's been with the team for about, about six days at this point. Not even. <laughs> not sure how that managed to happen so fast. Um, he's not practicing, but they say he is going to play this week. How they divvy up the workload between him and Jerome Ford is anyone's guess. But the best news that they have in the, out of that running back room is that Nick Chubb's injury was not as catastrophic as we all thought. Turns out he actually only tore his MCL. Everything else just stretched a whole lot, which doesn't sound like it feels any better. But he is going to be back next year. It's not career-ending. Not going to be uh a part of this season, unfortunately. But it's not the worst case, so... Good for him. Moving on to the worst case, that is the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Only a little biased in that. Um, obviously, the biggest thing that happened was on Thursday, Trayvon Diggs towards his ACL practice, uh, officially went on injured reserve on Saturday. His season is done. I do appreciate that his son's commitment to the game is that he showed up in Buffalo for the build game. <laughs> Can't keep him away from field. Um, The Cowboys went from being very healthy to very unhealthy very quickly, particularly in the offensive line, which seems like it might be important, especially after last week. I think we learned that's a lot more important than maybe we were giving it credit for. Uh, Guard Zach Martin not practicing today. He's dealing with an ankle injury. Uh, Tackle Tyron Smith is practicing. He was active last week. He's dealing with a knee injury. He didn't actually play. He just dressed. It was a weird thing. And then uh, center Tyler Biazdish is dealing with a hamstring injury. He's likely out again this week because they signed another center today, which does not lead me to believe he's going to be healthy enough to play come Sunday. So the offensive line is not getting a whole lot healthier. So keep that in the back of your mind when you're going against the Bill Belichick defense, when you're making your predictions later. In Denver, there's a lot wrong. Most of it does not involve injuries, unless you're the linebacking core. Then there's a lot of injuries, but – Probably less said about the Broncos the better at this point. So we'll keep moving. The Lions are playing in prime time in what could be a season-deciding, division-deciding game week four on a Thursday night. (laughs) They're dealing with a few few injuries, particularly running back David Montgomery. He's listed as questionable. He's dealing with a thigh injury, didn't play last week. Uh, Short-term around, not great but they have a chance of him getting out there. It's really going to be a game-time decision. So, again, be ready to swap him out of your lineup. And um, you're looking at a lot of offensive linemen injuries, secondary players, most notably uh, left tackle Taylor Decker. It looks like he's got a chance of playing with an ankle injury. He's going to be a game-time decision as well. He's hoping to play. That would be a huge help for the Lions, but we'll see what happens there. On the flip side of things, in Green Bay – A lot more injuries, a lot more questionability. David Bakhtiari is already ruled out with a knee injury. Christian Watson is trying to make a season debut. He's dealing with that hamstring injury. Officially listed as a questionable, they think he's going to play. Aaron Jones, they think he's going to play. That seems like that could go a little bit more either way. He hasn't played the last two weeks of hamstring injury. He's officially questionable, and cornerback Jair Alexander, who definitely needs to play if they want to win this game, is dealing with a back injury. He was limited at practice. He's also hoping to play, but that's barring any setbacks. So it's going to be a Thursday night game. They're always weird. <laughs> that is what we can be sure of. Out in Houston, uh, really the biggest issue they have is that they have no cornerbacks left, no healthy cornerbacks to speak of. Derek Stingley Jr. went on IR this week also on one of my fantasy teams. I feel personally responsible for that. Uh, he's dealing with a hamstring injury. He's done. He injured it actually at practice, not even in the game, so on uh, last Wednesday. It looks like Jimmy Ward is coming back. He's practicing. He's been dealing with a hip injury. He hasn't played the last two games, but he's, that makes him the healthiest cornerback on the roster. He hasn't played in two weeks, so that's not a good sign for a secondary. Um, also, keep an eye on Laramie Tunsell, the left tackle. He is Probably gonna be out this week. He is dealing with knee injury. Didn't play last week. That posed some problems. So keep an eye on that when you're deciding if you want to start CJ Stroud or not this week. On the other side of the rookie quarterback, I guess conundrum, we have Anthony Richardson and his out of the concussion protocol self. Full participant practice today. Look good. Plans to play this week. Just nobody hit him in the head between now and then. Although it's probably best if you don't do that anyway. Um, Center Ryan Kelly, who is the normal starting center, who normally is playing with Anthony Anthony Richardson, also didn't play last week with his own concussion. He looks like he is uh, potentially on track to also be back this week. He was practicing today as well. And news out of the Jonathan Taylor camp. He could pass a physical as soon as uh, this week. (laughs) We'll see. Uh, he's planning on returning when he's first eligible to come off the pup this week, five against the Titans. So we are just on the cusp here of seeing just how catastrophically weird this is all going to get um, in Jacksonville, sunny London, Jacksonville, <laughs> biggest name here wide receiver Zay Jones looks like he is a long shot to play this week. That's a quote from Doug Peterson, not just my personal opinion. Um, he's day to day officially with a knee injury. It. It doesn't look like he's going to be playing. I would really plan on him not in your roster, and there are options. We will find you a better Zay Jones out there. Don't worry. Um, Beyond that, the defensive line's a little banged up, your offense as well, but, again, it's a London game. It's going to get weird. Kansas City, uh, contrary to what people might believe, Taylor Swift is not actually on this team, and she does not actually necessarily travel to every game. So I don't know if this is going to be like, As exciting for people, but they're in New York, so maybe she'll show up again. I don't know. So unfortunately, that was what you were.
0: Aaron Rodgers box with him. That would. Oh,
1: what a swerve that would be! That would be incredible. That that I'm interested in watching.
0: (laughs) Maybe we can uh, put that on X and see it. Put it out in the universe and see if it happens.
1: Yeah, Aaron's Aaron's big on putting things out in the universe, so that's our way to contact him. Just put those good vibes out. (laughs) <laughs> um so not sure if you making cake. a trip Travis Kelsey is talking about their quasi relationship whatever we want to call it on the the new heights podcast if you're interested in listening to Kelsey brothers talk and ramble on which is mildly entertaining but not gonna help your fantasy team a ton um chiefs wise wire server richie james is on ir he's dealing with a knee injury his season's pretty much done so if you're in a really deep league, now it's time to replace Richie James. Also tight end, Noah Gray is questionable. He is sick. He's just dealing with the flu or whatever's going around. Same thing probably that went through the Eagles locker room last week and is hopefully out of there now, but we'll see. In Las Vegas, I don't know if you've heard, Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback there, and now he might not be the quarterback there. <laughs> he suffered a concussion, somehow eluded the fact that no one knew when he suffered it, Like There was just so many options throughout the game. No one was entirely sure when he got concussed, and we all just let him play on because that's exactly how the concussion protocol is supposed to go. Um, So they figured it out, I guess, when someone had an actual conversation with him after the game. (laughs) So I don't know if he's going to make it out of the concussion protocol in time for the game this week. He is not practicing. He is fully in the protocol so that would mean maybe Brian Hoyer is your starting quarterback. I don't I don't really love a lot of the options here. I don't know. It's just a hot mess. I mean, someone's going to have to play quarterback for the Raiders this week. I think someone should make sure they know that because they don't seem to. I don't seem very concerned by this at all. Um, Colin Kaepernick. one. Um, I know I'm like very much an advocate to get that man a job. That was a very nicely worded letter. You haven't seen it. Google it. It's very good. Um, (laughs) Chandler Jones, however, in the, we're not really sure what's going on. Camp is out indefinitely. He's on the non football injury list. And he's saying that he has been committed against his will to a hospital after making some disparaging tweets against the Raiders pretty sure there's some more facts to that story we're not privy to but a little bit concerning so. nonetheless yeah there's just something's not going great for him there so hopefully whatever whatever he needs to happen I hope it does right now it does not getting that like as your a, employer a
0: with all that it took to get committed i probably you know three quarters of the country would be committed
1: yeah I mean for sure it would be <laughs> The whole UAW
0: would be uh, committed at this point, I guess.
1: Yeah, no more cars for anyone to drive. They're gone. (laughs) All right, Uh, Chandler Jones, you know, we're wishing wishing you well. Don't send us any hate tweets. We're on your side here, buddy. Um, In Los Angeles, yeah. In Los Angeles, Austin Eckler, back on the practice field. He is back having a limited practice as we speak, uh, first time in two weeks. So we're testing the ankle. We're seeing how it goes. There's a decent chance he plays this week. I'd be much more interested to see what he's doing on Friday. Um, But keep an eye on it. Unfortunately, someone we will not be keeping our eye on is wide receiver Mike Williams, as Sharpe alluded to earlier. He is done for the year. He tore his ACL. Caught some great passes, including one from Keenan Allen, and then it all went bad. So the Chargers are looking to find some healthy bodies. Joshua Palmer, your number is being called, sir. (laughs) Uh, Also, keep an eye on uh, safety German James Jr. Uh, On the... The defensive side of the ball, I know we like to talk about Bosa's, but he suffered a hamstring injury last week, questionable to play this week. He is a big part of that defense. So if he's not out there, just act accordingly. <laughs> That's my best advice. The Rams are still still very much the Rams. Um, they're actually pretty healthy as long as you're not an offensive lineman. Those guys not so healthy. But otherwise, the team on the whole is in a pretty good spot. <clears throat> The dolphins might all be on oxygen just from all of the running wild they did on the, the Denver Broncos last week. They might still be recovering That's why they, from
0: they that. Try to score at the end of the game because they were too tired, not because they didn't want to run up
1: the I score. I mean, why wouldn't you? Why? Otherwise, there's no other good reason. But I mean, the altitude is a thing. I mean, there's just there's a lot of factors here. <laughs>
0: they want that sixth
1: um, tiebreaker
0: in their favor.
1: Darn right? You got to be thinking big picture. Like think Dana would tell you that. Big picture guy. Makes a ton of sense. (laughs) I just still can't get past the image that, like, he won a charity auction to coach a team for a day and, like, just never left. Like, that is the best description of him I've ever seen. (laughs) It's it's hard to unsee and take seriously after that. But we do have a couple of real injuries uh, on the Dolphins, one of them being wide receiver River Craycraft, He is going to be out for what they're calling an undisclosed period of time due to a shoulder injury that he suffered. Um, Guess we're still figuring out how severe that is, but he's not playing this week. Jalen Waddell, however, the unsensation of Sherpa's fantasy team last week, (laughs) is out of the concussion protocol. He is practicing. It's a full practice today. He didn't play last week because of the concussion. Um, and clearly when you watch your boys score 70 points, you're pretty motivated to get back out there. So I would be shocked if he did not play this week. So keep an eye on that.
0: As long as he's um, been
1: wobbling. I, even if he wobbles in the right direction, that's okay. We both wobble, but they don't fall down. So it's okay. Uh, <laughs> the Vikings are uh, definitely a little banged up as a whole, Uh Offensive line, defensive line, it's it's a lot of small injuries that hopefully are not going to make huge impacts on your game. And then in New England, <clears throat> primarily their defensive linemen are dropping like flies. So trying to run the ball against them might be a good plan, but Bill Belichick and his scheming and all that, I'm sure he's got a, a whole new insurance sales office training his defensive linemen as we speak. They'll be ready to go by game time. I wouldn't worry too much about that. In New Orleans, uh, Derek Carr went down with a sprained AC joint in his shoulder. They're saying it; they've dodged a bullet. It wasn't as bad as it could have been. He's not practicing. Doesn't look like he can move his arm around really well, so it doesn't seem like he's primed to play quarterback this week. However, the Saints would like him to think otherwise. In reality, we all know James Winston is going to be the starting quarterback for the Saints this week against his former team. So it's a nice wrinkle to it. Um, So just, again, if you have a Carr in your lineup, please don't would be my best advice. Please don't do that. Um, But if you're hell-bent on it, just make sure you have a plan for, you know, Sunday when this goes sideways for you. Uh, Also, Foster Moreau, the tight end out there, is not practicing with an ankle injury, trying to work his way back, but it's not looking too great for this week. Running back Jamal Williams, who was already ruled out last week, we talked about that, um, actually was also placed on injury reserve on Saturday. So he is down at least for four weeks, not getting a whole lot better out there health wise in the running back room. Though they are still better off than the Ravens, which I guess doesn't say much, but another team dealing with some running back issues is the surface giants. The Quan Barkley did not play last week. Known fast healer is known all around the land as fast healer. Um, How fast? Probably not this fast. (laughs) It's going to be a game-time decision. That's all they're going to keep telling us is he's a fast healer. It's going to be a game-time decision. You won't know until game time if he's going to play or not. That's really just what it comes down to. So you need to have another plan for if he does not play or if you're terrified he's going to play and only have, like, one leg that works, which isn't out of the question either. Uh, So keep an eye on Saquon and what's going on out there. The offensive lineman of the Giants who – put it generously, or maybe not very good, are also now very injured. So I don't think that's going to help Daniel Jones' life expectancy or passer rating all that much this week. In New York, the Jets, Brees Hall, uh, questionable with a knee injury. He was limited today at practice, so something to keep an eye on there. Uh, Aaron Rodgers still thinks he's going to come win the Super Bowl because the Jets will be there and waiting for him, but just not burst his bubble yet, I guess, <laughs> in Philadelphia. As I mentioned, uh, Jalen Hurts and a fair amount of the team all had some kind of cold or flu last week, and that's what they were saying was part of their abysmal play, but they're still undefeated. Good on them. A uh, couple injuries to note. Boston Scott, who did not play last week with a concussion, is fully practicing and out of the protocol, so it looks like he is on track to play this week. Uh, Britton Covey, who you might know as special team sensation, is questionable. He's got a he had a string injury he suffered during the game, so if you're you're factoring in your special teams points out of this, just keep an eye on that. And uh on the offensive and defensive sides of the line, center Cam Jorgens is limited with a groin injury. Fletcher Cox on the other side is limited with a knee injury. Keep an eye on them. Safety depths also getting a little lean. Got a lot of injuries out in the safety, but we'll see what happens. Steelers biggest name on the injury report is one Presley Harvin, I I I, their punter. Sherpa's favorite position. He suffered a hamstring injury Sunday night. The Steelers actually have to punt a lot, so they do really need a punter. <laughs> you might want to think about signing one. Um, beyond that there's there's not a lot of major major injuries here. We got, you know, kind of the the same old suspects. Defense is better, offense a little little more beat up, but what are you gonna do? In San Francisco, uh, we did not get Brandon Ayuk on the field last week with a shoulder injury. He is limited today at practice. Hopefully that's trending in the right direction, but we're cautiously optimistic here. Wide receiver Debo Samuel, we are less cautiously and less optimistically about him. (laughs) He's very questionable with a rib injury he suffered during the game. Does not seem like it's feeling all that great right now. He's not practicing. I'd say maybe if he practices on Friday, I've got a chance of putting him in my lineup. But I don't love any of this, really. But Brandon Knight comes back, then it makes it a lot, of e- a lot easier to not have Debo Samuel in your lineup. So we'll see what happens there. On the Seahawks, little beat up on the defense, and by little I mean a lot. But the one bright spot is it looks like safety Jamal Adams is going to make his season debut. We haven't seen him on a field since week one of last year when he tore his quad. Uh, It was pretty devastating for the city and the team, so they're pretty fired up to have him back, and quite frankly, I think I am now too. I I drank the Kool-Aid. Let's go. (laughs) Um, In less good news is tight end Will Disley. He was dealing with a shoulder injury, didn't play last week, not looking great for this week either, and we are now in the home stretch. We're almost there, guys. Tampa Bay, pretty uh, overall healthy. The majority of their injuries are all in the defense. So, again, maybe don't start them with your defense this week. (laughs) Tennessee, pretty healthy as well. They're looking at um, more more safety tackle type of injuries, just little here, little there, nothing major to, to mess your lineup up. And I think the biggest thing of the whole injury report is when we get to the commanders here, up Logan thomas who had a ginormous concussion, and it's one of, like, 12 we've seen him sustain over the last few years, is out of the protocol, had a limited practice today, and plans to play this Sunday against Philadelphia. So good on him. I was worried we wouldn't see him again this year after that hit.
0: He might not see himself uh, at all <laughs> after that hit, but uh, anyway... <laughs>
1: It was rough. <laughs> so we've made it through the monster injury report. Is there anyone left in the whole world that we might want to put on a fantasy football team? <laughs> or have um, they all retired in the time I'll, it I'll, took me to give you that injury report?
0: <laughs> no, they they all ate dinner in the time in that time, but uh, they, they're all still quite <laughs> widely available. I hope so. I'll give you um, a few. And I'm going to do it a little differently this week. I'll just start off with my top picks at a position, then give a laundry list of other people. And then at the end, I'll mention some other guys that I think highly of, but that I think have lousy matchups this week. So I would um, lower them on the priority chain. But uh, anyway, running back, um, no surprise, Devon A. Chain, um, still available in over half of Yahoo leagues, um, running, going into this week's waivers. So if he's still out there in your league, um, definitely, prioritize him. Another one that I'm really interested in is Elijah Mitchell in San Francisco. No, there's nothing wrong with Christian McCaffrey, at least not yet, but there's no way that he can keep up the kind of workload that he's had the first few weeks of the season if if, if they want him to be uh, healthy for the playoffs. So I think it's a pretty good bet that Elijah Mitchell is going to see more work, um, especially if San Francisco keeps blowing Teams out, you know, he could get into games early and earlier, yeah. and maybe Christian McCaffrey only plays half a game or even a quarter of a game. But uh, anyway, so those are the two at the top of my list. Some other options to consider include Jarek McKinnon and Clive Edwards-Hilaire with Kansas City, Rico Dowdle with your Cowboys, Matt Breda with my Giants, Ezekiel Elliott, formerly of the Cowboys, and playing a revenge game this week, Latavius do Murray, love the Tony game. Jones. Tony Jones Jr., Tank Bigsby, um, uh, Rashawn Johnson, and uh, Chuba Hubbard. If uh, Miles Sanders is
1: Chuba really Hubbard. Uh, yes.
0: hurt, and uh, he stands to benefit from that, and uh, somebody else that was on the list, but then looked at the matchup he has this week is Jalen Warren. I'm not a fan of the matchup. If uh, if I, I did yeah. like the matchup, he'd be higher up on the list. But uh, anyway, any. Buddy, yeah, I overlooked, or that you have particularly strong feelings pro or con on.
1: Um, I think I think Old Chuba Hubbard might be in for a day. I'm not expecting much, if anything, out of Miles Sanders. So I'm a big fan of that pickup and the fact that Miles Sanders can't ever, ever stay healthy. Not a knock on you, Miles. Yeah, he's con- not built for this.
0: <laughs> my only concern there would be if that game turns into a track meet that. Uh, yeah. You know, they may not spend a lot of time running the ball, and I'm not sure how involved he would be in their passing game at this point, but uh, we'll see. Only one way to
1: find Um, out.
0: (laughs) Wide receiver-wise, the three at the top of my list this week would be uh, Chuba Hubbard's teammate Adam Phelan, Bell with Houston, and Josh Palmer, who stands to uh, get a lot more snaps now with uh, Mike Williams on, on the... Um, I are for the rest of the season. So some other names yeah. of interest would include DJ Chark, Romeo Dubs, Marvin Mims Jr., uh, Michael Gallup, KJ Osborne, who I like a lot, Josh Downs, mm-hmm. Rashi Rice, Jaden Reed, Tyler Boyd, Sky Moore, and Justin Watson, all widely available. Some other options that are on my list, even though they have lousy matchups this week, um, Calvin Austin, Rondale Moore, and Michael Wilson.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think Rashi Rice, they're really making quite a play to get him involved in that offense. And granted, it helps when you're scoring a lot of points. You can do that. But um, we've been talking about Adam Thielen all, all season long, I think. We're b- very high on him. And if you don't have him on the team, what are you waiting for? And I, I really like what I've seen out of Tank Dell the last couple of weeks here. Also, it just you want a guy on your team named Tank. It just makes you sound tougher. It just helps all over, I was With
0: a really guy too that makes it even funnier. Yes. I know. It's just perfect. <laughs> to be one thing if he were like a 6'2, two, 245, you know, pound running he, back like, like, you know, Larry Kenner like, or somebody. If he somebody, wasn't in a football jersey, you wouldn't
1: know he was a football player. It's like you're just like, oh look. That guy's like kind of in shape. Great. But like no, not at all. Not at all what you expect. You're putting a lot on a kid when you name him Tank by the way. That's a pretty bold move. Anyway, I digress.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. My my issue with the Kansas Clearly City wide receivers thought. is I just don't know who it's going to be from week to week. I mean, it could be Sky Moore, it could be RaShon <laughs> Rice, it could be Justin Watson, it could be you know, you know, you know, I don't know. I I I think it's a Can little bit. Taylor of a, Swift. I don't think it'll be her. Um, it could be. Uh, Darius, <laughs> Tony. I mean, who knows from week to week? It's just. I mean, love, love the team. Love Pat, Patrick Mahomes and uh, and uh, Travis Kelsey. But those wide receivers, and until somebody distinguishes themselves, I, I just, yeah. I, I think you're just throwing darts to pick up anybody there. But that's yeah. my two cents. Yeah good offense, but just tell me who's gonna be their leading wide receiver from week to week. We'll see. Uh quarterback wise, the two that I like um a fair amount are um CJ Stroud and believe it or not uh yeah. Jameis Winston um for
1: yes. New Orleans.
0: They're I'm the with two you with like both most. of
1: these. <laughs>
0: I thought, um, that surprising me a little. I always, I, I seem to remember you're not a Jameis Winston fan. I am but, not, uh,
1: but in this one specific, this one specific situation, I think this is the best possible thing for Jameis Winston. Next week I'm over it, but I think this is the week. This is the one. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, if you want some other um, options, Andy Dalton with Carolina, if it turns out he's still starting oh. over Bryce Young. Um Mac Jones with New England, Gardner Minshew if they decide that they want to play it safe with Anthony Richardson, and uh, some other guys with uh, not as good matchups this week um, include Kenny Pickett, Joshua Dobbs, and Baker Mayfield. So any uh, other comments on the quarterback recommendations?
1: Yeah, I mean, Joshua Dobbs I think is interesting. Uh, Baker Mayfield, I just like that he seems to just be unconcerned with actually winning football games. He just assumes he's going to win all of them. I like the confidence. The execution isn't that great, but um, Joshua Dobbs has actually been better than I thought he was going to be. This the whole setup has gone better than I thought. So it's, I mean, it's still not great, but it's better.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're only a few plays away from being a three and O team. But then again, yeah. so are so most teams, I guess. But uh,
1: yeah, that's not valid. the Broncos. That's no, not they're they're a thousand plays away from being a three and team,
0: and all of yeah. them happened last week, pretty much.
1: Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure. True, I'm but. pretty sure Sean Payton just hates Russell Wilson. Like, I don't think there's anything good happening in that locker room anymore.
0: <laughs> but, they're probably gonna you know. try to, yeah if he gets benched this week, then you'll know they're all in on Caleb Williams for next year. But uh, And Caleb
1: anyways, Williams is going to be like applying to grad
0: school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll pass on this. But the funny thing is, is that gonna... there are four 0-3 oh, teams so far, and just by coincidence of the schedule, um, they're all
1: playing, <laughs> each, playing other each
0: other <laughs> this week. So yeah, there'll be at least uh, two of those teams with uh, – I shouldn't say that. It could both end in scoreless ties for all we know, so it's conceivable. Don't ask Donovan as well McNabb as about that.
1: that.
0: But, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's it's possible. Not not likely, but uh, anyway.
1: So moving on tight
0: ends, nobody that really sticks out for me this week
1: um, mm-hmm. in terms
0: of, hey, you've got to go pick this guy up, but some – um, actually, I'll, I'll make one minor exception for that. If Luke Musgrave is still out there, go pick him up, and then you'll get yeah, the yeah. bonus uh, benefit of seeing him right away in the Thursday night game in a matchup against fellow rookie tight end Sam Laporta and Jake Ferguson with Dallas. Donald Parham Jr., and uh, he's, he's not even their first tight end you know, no. for the Chargers. But the thing is, right now with, um, you know, with like um, Gerald Everett and next, banged up, yeah, yeah, you know, he, you know, he stands to benefit from that some. Although you know, the guy he's not going to catch two yard multiple two yard touchdown passes every game. But uh, anyway, and then Probably as no. far as other options, Gerald Everett, if he were healthy, I would like him a lot more than Donald Penn Jr. And then Tyler mm-hmm. Conklin, Um Most weeks I would say okay, but uh, this week against the Chiefs and. Just you know, before they've gone out and traded for Kirk cousins or somebody else. So uh, it's hard to recommend him. So anyway, yeah. pretty slim pickin' Pickens pickings at tight end. But if whip Musgrave is out there, or Jake Ferguson, those are two I would definitely consider.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I need them more with that. Like you said, it's slim pickings. Okay, but... And
0: then just quickly some defenses. If you need one this week, Cleveland, who all of a sudden has become a monster defense, uh, going up yep. in Baltimore this week, Denver against Chicago, Houston against Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay at New Orleans, Cincinnati at Tennessee, uh, the Chargers versus uh, the Raiders, uh, Chicago versus Denver, and Atlanta against uh, Jacksonville, all widely available defenses that I think uh, might make for decent streaming options this week.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you hit them on the head there. I think there are good streaming options for this week. If you're a defense streamer, since one of us here is, it's not me. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, Let's do some uh, position recommendations, some top tens and uh, tend to avoid. Uh, I'll start it off this week. uh, Running back-wise, no surprise, Christian McCaffrey, even though I do have a workload um, management concerns, he's still at the top of my list for this week. DeAndre Swift, um, I think you can put to bed any concerns you had that the Eagles were just going to put him back in the closet after the Thursday night game against the Vikings. They seem fully committed to him now. I guess the only question is, you know, how are the rushing touchdowns <laughs> going to be divvied up between him and Jalen Hurts, but still like uh, his overall um prospects uh, <laughs> Travis Etienne Raheem Mostert Javante Williams not to be confused with Jamal Williams Alexander Madison uh, Kyron Williams uh, Moss Sanders if he's healthy enough to play Chuba Hubbard if he's not Tony Pollard and Isaiah Pacheco rounding out my top 10 and honorable mention to uh, Devon Hain
1: and uh,
0: Austin Eckler if he's healthy enough to play
1: Devon in so was your a great
0: list. story last week
1: um, I can tell you some of your list is on my avoid list. Um, I have Christian McCaffrey at the top of my list. Austin Eckler, as long as his limbs all stay attached to his body and he thinks he can play through it, great. I'm happy to put him on the field. Tony Pollard coming in at three for me. B. John Robinson and Kyron Williams rounding out the top five. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, Kenneth Walker, I, 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 <laughs> Travis Etienne, Josh Jacobs, and Derrick Henry rounding out my top ten. Cautiously optimistic okay, um, on the Titans this week. All right.
0: Uh, he is on my avoid list. Um,
1: as Perfect. is Dijon uh, Robinson,
0: <laughs> Josh Jacobs, the Brian Robinson-Antonio Gibson combo, James Conner, the Brees hall Dalvin Cook combo, Najee Harris, Rashad White, Khalil Herbert and Tyler Algier all on my uh, avoid list and dishonorable mentions to uh, Jalen Warren and the uh, Melvin Gordon Kenyon Drake combo.
1: <clears throat> we're a lot. Of, we're we're hating on combos here, and I'm just gonna keep on adding to that. But. First guy on the top of my avoid list is Miles Sanders. I don't want any part of this matchup. I don't want any part of him kind of healthy, not all the way healthy. I want to try to play. I'm going to play three snaps and then I'm hurt. Like, I'm I'm not doing it. There's too many other options out there. Um, Devon A. Chain, on my avoid list this week, just because the Bills play the Dolphins historically very tough, uh, and I don't think we can replicate – I mean, we're not going to replicate four touchdowns. But I think that it's going to be uh, less of an easy pass here. I just I'm going to wait a week. Let's see if we get a better matchup. So he's on my avoid list as is Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. I don't want any part of either one of them. Dalvin Cook's got the dropsies. He's clearly the number two there. Brees Hall. This is going to be a shootout, and it's hard to win a shootout on the ground. You just have to actually throw the ball. So they're going to be playing from going behind a lot. They don't want to. one shootout, but we'll see. Yeah, that was great. Do you remember that Aaron Rodgers shootout? This was like 15 years ago on ESPN, like a Kenny Main production. Oh, it's great. Um, anyway, since I'm clearly the only one in this corner of the internet, I'll post it later for you guys because it's hysterical. Uh- <laughs> I've got Tyler Algier on my employed list. There's just not enough to go around here. Kenneth Gainwell, at all. Deon- DeAndre Swift can stay in purgatory. But Kenneth Gainwell is coming back. He's stealing carries. Boston Scott's back from his concussion. This is going to get weird again, and I'm not into it. So I'm staying out of it entirely. Same thing with the Baltimore backfield. I do not want any of that. So my JP Ryan, I just – I want to start as few humans in this game as I possibly can between Denver and Chicago. And then Kareem Hunt and Elijah Mitchell. Mitchell, just because I don't think this is the right matchup for him to really exceed and excel, and Kareem Hunt – He's got to get his sea legs under him, and, like, the Ravens maybe aren't the team to do that. So I'm going to wait on him for another week.
0: um, Wide receiver-wise, who do you like?
1: I've got Justin Jefferson at the top of my list, which I don't think is necessarily the top of everyone else's. Um, I like the matchup better. I like what this offense is doing a little better. Not that I particularly enjoy watching it, but, um, I mean... Mine's a little all over the place. Stephon Diggs comes in at two for me. Again, maybe not the best matchup on paper, but it's just how Josh Allen plays against the Dolphins that is leading me to feel like Stephon Diggs is going to have a better day. Uh, Tyree Kill at three. Mostly just bumping him down because Jalen Waddell is also going to be there cutting into some of these targets. At four, Keenan Allen. Thank you for the 45 burger you gave me last week. Let's do it again. <laughs> and then, actually... He, maybe he could be the quarterback for the Raiders. They could just trade for him. It's not a bad, a bad idea. Um, speaking of the Raiders, Devontae Adams is down to five on my list because I honestly got no idea who's going to throw him a football and how effective that will be. But he's going to be out there. Amon Ross St. Brown at six on my list. Jamar Chase at seven. Chris Olave bumped up to eight because of Jameis Winston. And A.J. Brown at nine. Michael Pittman Jr. rounding out my top ten.
0: It's Brown at
1: the.
0: I've got A.J. Brown at the top of my list, Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen, Calvin Ridley, Amari Cooper, T. G. Lamb, Puka Nakua, going back to that well, even though the results were a little disappointing last week, Adam Sealing, Devontae Smith. Honorable mention, uh, Cortland Sutton, Romeo Dubs, Christian Kirk, and Tutu Atwell.
1: T2 Atwell is fun to say. Gotta <laughs> do like that one. It's a nice, easy name for us. Um, Christian Watson on my avoid list. T2 Atwell isn't purgatory. It's just on the outside looking in. Uh, Gabe Davis on my list, as well as Kendrick Bourne. Zay Jones, who I don't think is going to be healthy enough to play, and if he does play, just don't play him. Devontae Parker in New England, Bobby Trees, aka Robert Woods, in Houston, Drake London, Tyler Boyd, Brandon Cooks, and Traylon Burks. Picking on guys okay. whose last names start with B. Talking <laughs> um, about that guy, I've
0: got, <laughs> I've got uh, Devonte Adams, Garrick Wilson, Mike Evans, DeAndre Hopkins, Terry McLaurin, Marquise Brown. There's your B, Jay Flowers, <laughs> Chris Godwin. D.J. Moore and Jahan Dobson is my tend to avoid uh, dishonorable mentions to George Pickens, uh, Drake London, and Honorary B, uh, Traylon Burks.
1: <laughs> I had to get a couple in just for posterity, you know. <laughs> yeah. How about so quarterbacks? How are you feeling about them this week?
0: Quarterbacks, um, at the top of my list is Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, yep. Kirk Cousins, Tua Tagovailoa, Justin Herbert, Brock Purdy, Trevor Lawrence, Russell Wilson, Zach Prescott, and Jordan Love rounding out my top ten. Honorable mention, Deshaun Watson, Matthew Stafford, and Daniel Jones. So, yes, I am expecting a bounce back games from at least a couple guys on this list.
1: Okay. I like the optimism. I am not as optimistic about some, but we have some overlap. There's a lot of overlap, actually. Uh, I also have Jalen Hurts at the top of my list. Josh Allen coming in at a, a 1A again, just historically, this has been very good for him playing the Dolphins, any version of them. Uh, Justin Herbert all the way up at three on my list. Patrick Mahomes down at four. I think we're going to get a little bit of letdown from the whole Taylor Swift mania. Like I just, I think there was a little bit, plus they're actually going to play a real defense, which, you know, does slow things down. Um, Tua is at five on my list, Anthony Richardson checking in at six, Lamar Jackson, Kirk Cousins, Geno Smith, and Trevor Lawrence rounding out the top ten.
0: Okay. I have Lamar Jackson at the top of my avoid list, Justin oh. Fields, Joshua Dobbs, <laughs> Kenny Pickett, Baker Mayfield, Sam Howell, Jimmy Garoppolo if he plays, Brian Tannehill, Desmond Ritter, and Zach Wilson rounding out my ten to avoid.
1: Yeah, I've got Jimmy et al, Brian Hoyer, and the boys, whoever's going to play quarterback there, not interested in it. Uh, Kenny Pickett, no, thank you. C.J. Stroud, I actually think is going to be better in this game, but I don't think that should be your only quarterback you start. Matthew Stafford, Bryce Young, slash Andy Dalton, slash Ginger Ninja, just stay away, stay away from it. It's not worth it. They're going to try to suck you back in. Don't do it. Sam Howell's on the list, Zach Wilson, Desmond Ritter, Josh Dobbs, Baker Mayfield. Just a quick side note, and since we're already on so many tangents, but how did you feel about Joe Namath coming out and so publicly saying, like, that Zach Wilson was garbage, he needed to be traded, he shouldn't have the job? Like, I don't think this is entirely fair to Zach Wilson, who's playing behind one of the worst offensive lines consecutively year after year. I I understand Daniel Jones feels his pain, but, like, I don't think people like, especially like Joe Namath. Like you're a friend of the team. You are the team. Why do you have to come out and do things like that? Like that's not productive for anyone.
0: Well, he's done a number of other unproductive things over the years. But yeah, I mean, yeah. who's going to yeah. who's going to trade for Zach Wilson realistically? You think the Vikings yeah. are going to take him straight up with Kirk Cousins or what? No, come on.
1: Yeah, like like you think the Cardinals are going to trade you Kyler Murray for him? That they might actually. Or want even to get Joshua Dobbs. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I don't understand like why I, this guy's been in the league, like two years. He's been behind a garbage team, and now we're saying he's like the worst thing to ever put on a pair of pads. Like that's just crazy. He's not good, but he could be better. He's gonna get better if he ever gets a chance to. But this this is madness. Yeah. Anyway, I, there's my Zach Wilson die drive. <laughs> no, <I> drive. <laughs>
0: probably the first and last time that uh, we defend Zach Wilson on the show, but
1: uh, I didn't, I like, did, honestly uh, didn't see it coming. And then here we were this week. I was like, what What has happened?
0: <laughs> so uh, who do you must like to have the end no, must uh, be. Top
1: of my list is TJ Hawkinson. Again, Travis Kelsey is not at the top of this list because I think there is the Taylor Swift letdown. It's just it's just a natural thing that's going to happen. Again, you're also playing a better defense. So I've got Hawkinson at Never, one. Never, ever, ever going to have him
0: at the top of your list again.
1: Never, ever, ever getting back to the top of the list. <laughs> I've got Mark Andrews at two. Travis coming in at a respectable number three here. So it's not like I'm saying don't start him. Just... I like some other options better. George Kittle at four and Sam Porter rounding out my top five. Those two are almost interchangeable to me. I could have LaPorter at five, Kittle at four, but either way. Um, Darren Waller, Dallas Goddard, Evan Ingram, Kyle Pitts, Zach Ertz, all, all reliables just rounding out the top ten there.
0: Okay. Um, I'll go with Travis Kelsey. I'm more optimistic about their prospect, <laughs> not necessarily on the – Dating front, but uh, on the football field, I'm very optimistic about this week. Dallas Gutter, George Kittle, Sam <laughs> Laporta, T.J. Hawkinson, Evan Ingram, David Njoku, Luke McBrave, <clears throat> Tyler Higbee, and Jake Ferguson rounding out my top ten. And then uh, honorable mentions to Darren Waller and uh, Donald uh, Two-Step Parham Jr.
1: Old Two-Step. One Two-Step Jr. <laughs> Um, I have Logan okay, Thomas, uh, very reluctantly. It? Logan Thomas is at the top of the list, and it's nothing against you, Logan. I just I just don't think this is like – this feels a little fast, and this isn't maybe the game I would rush back for, but we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll be wrong. Dalton Kincaid in Buffalo, I don't know if there's going to be enough there. I'm, I'm a little on the fence about him, but I'm going I'm going with a stay away. Gerald Everett, like you talked about, Tyler Higbee, Cole Kmet, Irv Smith Jr., Dalton Schultz, Dal- Dawson Knox. Just not enough there for these guys.
0: Okay. Um, Mark Andrews is actually at the top of my list to stay away from what? this week. Pat,
1: we, Pat we see that game going very they, differently.
0: <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Chica who's been a disappointment so far this year, but I say that has more to do with his quarterback play, which is even worse than I had expected. Um yeah. it is about him. Um, mm-hmm. See here, mm-hmm. my computer monitor just disappeared on me. Uh, Cole Komet, oh, Kate Ott, Logan Thomas, uh, Austin Hooper, Michael Mayer, uh, Zach Ertz, and Tyler Conklin all on my avoid list for this week, too, 10 end wise. There you go. So that brings us to defenses. And quickly, the 10 that I like most this week are Kansas City, Cincinnati, Denver, Jacksonville, Philadelphia, Cleveland, Houston, New Orleans, Los Angeles Chargers, and San Francisco.
1: Um, I've got the Eagles, Chiefs, 49ers, Cowboys, despite all best efforts, the Seahawks, Saints, Browns, Ravens, Buccaneers, and the Jaguars.
0: We're definitely not agreeing on 15 of the 16 game picks. We are
1: not even close this week. We might we might not agree on a single game this
0: week. Uh, I think there uh, might be one. Um maybe. defenses I would look to stay away from this <laughs> week, much longer list. Washington, the Jets, Arizona, Buffalo, Carolina, Las Vegas, Atlanta, Chicago, Detroit, Baltimore, Indianapolis, Minnesota, New England and Seattle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's it's a it's a lot easier list to build. Um, I don't want any part of the Broncos or the Chargers, Titans, the Lions, the Rams, the Dolphins, Falcons, the Commanders. It's, I mean and it, it just it just keeps going. Like Buffalo, Chicago, Seattle, it just every essentially every other team is not in my top ten, like throw them on the avoid list. I'm good. I'm all set. Okay. So
0: yeah, we need to do a two minute drill,
1: um on our
0: Game predictions before ready.
1: Our listeners
0: uh, go read War and Peace instead of listen to our podcast. But, uh, <laughs> um,
1: we won't spoil anything for um, you. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, Green Bay uh, at home against Detroit. Detroit playing their second uh, Thursday night road game of the first four weeks of the season. I think Green Bay is a better team than people realize. I think their defense is better than people think. I also, think Jordan Love is better than people think. I think this is going to be a close game, but I'll go Green Bay 27, Detroit 24.
1: Good news. We're off to a good start. I'm taking Detroit. Jared Goff plays historically extremely well against the Packers over his career. It's a Thursday night game. Weird things are going to happen. I think that weird thing is Jared Goff looks like a Hall of Fame quarterback for a few few, uh, quarters tonight. I will admit, Jordan Love, I was not on board with. Did not think he was going to work out. I've been proven wrong. I'm all in, but I don't think they can beat the Lions, even at home this week. I've got Detroit 30, Green Bay 21.
0: Okay. Um, next Let's up, go we've London. got uh, the <laughs> London game. For those of you on the West Coast or, or further west, uh, good luck getting up to watch that. Jacksonville, technically the home team, but really this is a road game for both teams, um, Jacksonville uh, hosting Atlanta. I, Jacksonville's been disappointing, but I think they'll get fixed um, for this game. I think they'll get right. Uh, Atlanta, not impressive. Um, I just Bijan no. Robinson, I want him to do well, but there's just not enough talent around him. I'll say Jacksonville 28, Atlanta
1: 20. I have the exact same score. I've got Jacksonville winning 28-20. If this were being played in America, I might think a little bit harder about picking Atlanta, but, like, I still can't get there. It doesn't matter which side of the ocean we're on. I think the Jaguars will look at least marginally more functional, and I think that's all it takes to win this game. Again, I don't think this is, like, must-see TV. We're all going to watch it because we're going to be up. I'm also going to be watching the Ryder Cup, but that's neither here nor there. And, you know, it just makes your day longer, which is okay. More football for all of us.
0: Cincinnati at Tennessee. Cincinnati showed that they do have a, a pretty good defense on Monday night, and guess what? Tennessee has an awful offense. Joe Burrow might be playing on half a leg, but I uh, still think Cincinnati is the better team here. I'll say Cincinnati 24, Tennessee 17.
1: Also not sure how he can not be on the injury report, but you know, we'll see if he pops up later this week. Um, I, I don't think the Cincinnati team is very good. I don't think they're getting a whole lot better. I don't think the Burrow on one leg is going to help. Tennessee is a hot mess in itself, but I think they're less of a mess. And I think they're playing at home, and I've got them winning 23-20. Derrick Henry, take them away.
0: Okay. Um, Next up, we've got Cleveland hosting Baltimore. Uh, Deshaun Watson may or may not be healthy. Um, Baltimore just totally unimpressed uh, with everything, starting from the quarterback play to the Um, Running backs, you know, we were all sold on the idea of new offensive coordinator means, you know, the kind of offense that Miami's been putting out uh, so far, but that's certainly not happening. I think Cleveland, uh, Deshaun Watson starting to get his legs under him. I like them by six in this game. I'll say Cleveland 27, Baltimore 21.
1: I'm taking Baltimore to win. Surprise, surprise. I've got them winning 28-27. I, in no way, shape, or form, am disparaging this Browns team, which I think is very, very good. I think that Lamar Jackson is better, and I think at least we're marginally healthier than we were last week. Um, we We have a healthy running back, which is more than they had at points during the game last week. So you know what? There's that. And I think that uh, Miles Garrett and Lamar Jackson are pretty well acquainted over the course of their college and and uh, pro careers. I don't think there's the same kind of fear, but, damn, did he play like a monster last week. I think that Baltimore's going to steal one here as time expires. Justin Tucker's not leaving it short this week.
0: Okay. Denver um, at Chicago, as you alluded to, this is one of the...
1: Unwatchable. Hmm. Yeah. I
0: don't know if it'll be unwatchable, but it's certainly not something I'd be going out of my way to watch. And I think Russell Wilson, back to back, 300 yard games, you know, I'll be a, a whole bunch of the yards in the first game came on a Hail Mary. But anyway, yeah. um, I just think they've got more offensive talents right now. Um, Chicago, that team seems to be even more of a mess than Denver is. So, you know, Denver got embarrassed, and I think they're going to. Come out and uh, prove that they're not uh, as bad as they showed last week. Uh, and Chicago is just the team to do that against. I'll say Denver twenty-eight, Chicago seventeen.
1: Listen, Chicago has to. I know both these teams have something to prove. Somebody ideally is going to win a game here, but Chicago really has to show up and look tough. People are stealing their lawnmowers and tractors left and right. So. That Is the field going to be cut? Are we going to be ready to play? But I think people in the area need to know you can't just come in here and steal stuff. They're going to come in with a vengeance. The Broncos and Russell, Inc., I'm not scared of. Yes, it would be nice to bounce back from an absolute drubbing like they got last week, but I don't think this team is cohesive enough to do that. I think they'll show up and be functional, but they're still going to lose by a field goal. I got Chicago winning 24-21. They're going to avenge the theft. Okay. Next
0: up, we've got uh, the Rams traveling to Indianapolis and Indianapolis, you know, impressive uh, victory last week uh, with uh, Gardner Minshew. But uh, I think regardless of whether Anthony Richardson is back or not this week, I just think the Rams have shown a little bit more on offense, especially early in the season. So I'll go with them to uh, Resume their winning ways. I'll say uh, Rams twenty-seven, Indianapolis twenty-four.
1: I'm taking Indy with a little bit of an upset here, twenty-seven twenty-three. I think Anthony Richardson was really feeling it. He was on track, got a concussion, definitely slowed down. But he's healthy now. He's going to have. It looks like his regular center back. That's going to help a lot too. They're at home. It's a it's a whole thing. I think he's going to feed off the crowd. I think he's running in for at least one touchdown. I think it's going to be a big day.
0: Miami at Buffalo, of course, no one expects Miami to put up seventy points again. Buffalo
1: That'd be a hell of a thing though. They don't
0: seem like they <laughs> they looked they looked better last week, but still not uh, convinced. I, I just think Miami at this point they're on a roll <clears> and they're gonna continue that. I'll say Miami thirty one, Buffalo twenty four.
1: Yeah, um I'm actually going with Miami thirty four, Buffalo twenty eight. Like I said before, historically, Josh Allen plays really, really well against Miami, doesn't matter if it's home, on the road, just over the course of his career, he's pretty well handled them, but this Miami team is a little different. And I know Buffalo slows a lot of teams down, but there's just, I mean, there's just too much going on here. You're getting Jalen Waddle back. They're all the confidence in the world. This is the most dangerous time to be playing the Dolphins. So even on the road, I'm taking them to win.
0: Okay. Minnesota hosting uh, – no, Minnesota's at Carolina, the Adam Thielen revenge game. Um, yeah. Carolina, of course, sent their pick to Chicago, you know their number one pick for next year, to uh, mm-hmm. Chicago, who's part of the uh, – just as part of their uh, moving up to take Bryce Young. So Chicago could conceivably own the – Two picks uh, belonging to the two zero and four teams after this week uh, can only imagine that's what
1: their offense <laughs> would look like with uh, Caleb
0: Williams and uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. both um, on their mm-hmm. offense next year. But uh, that's just a pipe dream for Bears fans. But anyway, Minnesota again, something. their their offense looks plenty functional. It's just you know one you know play slightly off here or there, and you know they could. You know, they're in every game. They just you know, haven't been as good as they were last year in close games. They've been that bad so far this year. This week, I think they're going to be in another close game, but I think they'll come out on the, I guess, what's the opposite of the short end of the stick, the long end of the stick. I'll say they come out on the right yeah. side this week. I'll say Minnesota <laughs> 30, Carolina 27, spoiling uh, Adam Thielen Revenge Week.
1: Well, I'm also picking Adam Thielen uh, to lose his revenge bowl. Very sorry. It's not your fault, though. It's n- not despite his lack of trying. I think he probably scores a touchdown here. That's about the bright spot. I've got Minnesota winning 28-17. Um, not that I think Minnesota's playing all that well. They're just playing much better than the Panthers are, who are dysfunction junction right now. And I don't know who's healthy. I don't know who's showing up. It's just a mess. So this is one to maybe not make must-see TV for you this week, unless you're Adam Thielen's family, I guess.
0: Okay. Um, or unless you have Kirk Cousins as your fantasy quarterback like I do in a couple of weeks.
1: So do um, I. I hate it's... every second of
0: it. <laughs> well, as long as you don't get points for winning games or, you know, throwing yeah. touchdowns and clutch, yeah. uh, throwing interceptions in clutch situations. But uh,
1: yeah. anyway,
0: mm-hmm. Um Pittsburgh at Houston, I think we're going to see this game a little bit differently. Houston, I know they're a little banged up on offense, but I just think they've shown more firepower so far on offense this year than Pittsburgh has. Pittsburgh might have a slightly better defense, but Houston seems to be improving a little in that regard, too. So I'll go with the home team here. I'll say Houston 24, Pittsburgh 21.
1: I'm actually agreeing with you on this. I think Houston, I think C.J. Stroud is the difference maker in this. I think, yes, the Steelers' defense is good, and it's what keeps them in games. The Houston defense is decent. They're not terrible. They're a little banged up, but they can at least hang around and make this more of a game. The fact that they can't really get the Pittsburgh running game going doesn't scare me all that much. I just think that C.J. Stroud is going to be able to – either run or make things happen by using his legs to do enough to win this game. I've got them winning 24, 21.
0: Okay. Next up, we've got uh, Tampa Bay um, at new Orleans and the Jameis Winston revenge game. And here He's I'm going to these, go like, every year and
1: now. <laughs> Jameis
0: Winston. You know, just think of Josh Johnson. were a starting quarterback. Every week would be a revenge game.
1: Every Um, week,
0: (laughs) New Orleans hosting Tampa Bay. Um, I think Jameis Winston has more um, he has better weapons uh, around him than he's had for a while with uh, Crystal Lobby and Michael Thomas uh, healthy now. So I'm going to go with uh, New Orleans to win this. And I think is Alvin Kamara back this week or next week? I forget now. I thought it was this week. I think uh, next week. Okay, then I'm off by a week. But
1: uh, um, anyway,
0: I'm going to pick New Orleans uh, to win this 24-21.
1: I bet New Orleans winning 21-17. I think we both agree this is not uh, an offensive explosion here. This Tampa team is fine. They just, for whatever reason, can't run the football right now, which is a problem. I think that, like you said, Jameis Winston just has a few more weapons around him. I think he's eager for the chance to show he can still do this. um, And just... I don't see a way that Tampa could win unless like lightning strikes or something. I just I just don't think they can, can hang a whole game with example. New Orleans. It, I mean, if it did though, wouldn't that be a reason to stop it? <laughs> it
0: would, yeah. All right, yeah, um, so Washington at Philadelphia. If you take something that yeah. The Eagles finally have a one o'clock game against the. Team formerly known as the Redskins, now known as the Commanders, and I don't think this will be a fair fight. Philadelphia might not be hitting on all cylinders yet, but uh, the Commanders um, may make them do that. Uh, I'll go with Philadelphia in a route here. I'll say Philadelphia 37, Washington 20.
1: I'm also going to pick Philly to win this game, but I've got it closer, just 32-23, mostly because of how they've played. Like They'll get up early, and then they kind of go to sleep and let teams come back on them and back on them and then all of a sudden it's kind of a dogfight here at the end. This Washington team is a good team, despite how they looked last week. Sam Howell and the boys are doing some good stuff out there. That defense is getting healthier. Tish Young is out there running around. Um, I think they're going to give Philadelphia more of a fight than they anticipate, but I don't think it'll be enough to knock them off the unbeaten ranks.
0: Okay, we've got Las Vegas at the Chargers and they're they're not going to have uh, Jimmy Garoppolo in all likelihood, <laughs> or if they do, he's probably not going to be at his uh, usual uh, full scheme, no. Which I know you're not impressed by to begin with. But uh, Justin Herbert, <laughs> that, that offense will just be too much. I think you know Max Crosby, obviously great player for Las Vegas, but I'll, I'll go with the hometown Chargers 30 over um, the Raiders 21.
1: I still don't understand this Chargers team. Like, I don't understand why they don't win every game by a million points. Um, hopefully they get Austin Eckler back this week. That would be nice for a lot of people's fantasy teams. Um, but, I, I mean, I wasn't impressed with Jimmy Garoppolo at full strength. I'm sure not going to be impressed by the watered-down version of him. I just don't think this this Vegas offense has really started to figure out who they are yet, and now they're quarterbacks potentially out of the game. So this is really going to be a mess. Um, we still don't even know who who the number one running back really is or how we're divvying this up. I just, too messy, I'm passing. I've got the Chargers winning 28-20.
0: Okay. We've got uh, the San Francisco hosting game. Arizona. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got yes. a good one coming.
0: Um, Arizona is, um, like I said, uh, playing a lot better than I would have thought they would be um, so far this year, although I still think they would be much better if Kyler Murray were their quarterback. But San Francisco, to me, has looked like the best team in football. You know, sorry, Miami, through the three weeks. And, you know, they're just a complete team. They do what they have to do. They don't give teams a chance to win games. They have no chance, no business winning. So I'll say that the hometown 49ers uh, win this one pretty easily. I'll say San Francisco 34, Arizona 21.
1: I've got San Francisco 30, Arizona 17. I think that this isn't going to feel in doubt at any point. I just don't think it's going to be a total blowout. Um, some of that being that San Francisco is a little banged up, but the Arizona team, you know, they're better than we thought they would be. They're scrappy and they stick around, but like I don't think David's taking out Goliath this week. So just put all, the, put all the chips on San Francisco. That's the smart play here.
0: Okay. Hey, and. Our third and final revenge game of the week, uh, Ezekiel oh, Elliott oh, oh. and Patriots on the road uh, with the Cowboys. I think you know, Dallas has those games each year, at least under yeah. Mike McCarthy they have, and actually long before him too, but certainly under Mike yeah. McCarthy <laughs> where they underperform <laughs> expectations and lose to some teams they have no business losing to. Um, yeah. Here, I wouldn't say they have no business losing to New England, but they definitely are more talented than New England, maybe not better coach, but more talented. And I'll say that uh Dallas victory by a field goal. I'll say Dallas twenty seven, New England twenty
1: four. I am taking New England to win twenty four, twenty one. I don't think this is an offensive explosion. Uh it's it's more of a defense-in-the-trenches kind of game here, but Ezekiel Elliott is going to be a big factor. I mean, 80 yards last week, there's no reason you don't want to play into that and have him come in a stadium he's completely familiar with and a team he knows how to play against. I I think it's a, a nice day for Zeke. I think New, New England will steal one here. I think it's a defensive matchup, and Bill Belichick's going to come out because Mac Jones is going to make less mistakes than Dak Prescott will. I think at the end of the day, I've done one in 24-21.
0: I would like to be wrong you think about the cowboys will put out the salvation army kettle or bowl for uh barrel for a week i no?
1: hope that the patriots just bring their own just bring it and leave it there for zeke
0: <laughs> that would be awesome yeah sorry Holy we crap. forgot our medical tent because we we had to
1: put but a we did salvation ha- army yeah so if anyone gets in injured our- we actually have to put them in the salvation army bucket to check them out but it's fine guys it'll be fine
0: I would, I would pay to see that. Okay. Um I would. Sunday I evening that. game, Kansas, the Kansas City Swifties at the um, Aaron Rodgers Jets. Uh, I think Kansas City wins this easily. I, I know the Jets have a good defense, but it's hard to win a game when your defense is on the field for 45 minutes plus. Um, I'll yeah. just – I Kansas City, I think this is a romp. Uh, I'll say even more so than uh, the Eagles game, I'll say Kansas City, 35, Jets, 14. And I'm still not quite convinced. I know how the Jets are going to get to 14.
1: Um, you maybe know, i mistake here or there maybe. Yeah, I think there's going to be at least one of those. Uh, I have time. them losing in a closer fashion, not close. But I have Kansas City, 33, and the Jets, 20. Like I said, it's an adrenaline come down. Now you're in prime time again. It's this whole thing, and the Jets defense is good. I truly, I think the the miracle of all this would be if Zach Wilson woke up and was like Joe Montana and just took over. We know that's not going to happen, though. Or even Joe Namath. So, yeah, <laughs> I want him to just flip Joe Namath's bird, is what I want him to do. <laughs> but uh, well, Joe I Namath just, is one other- one more
0: Super Bowl than he'll ever play in, but that's. Another oh, that's that's another well, uh,
1: not according to Aaron Rodgers, because apparently he's going to come back and play the Super Bowl this year. So there's a lot of delusion oh. in New York. I don't I don't think anyone's yeah. deluding themselves into thinking they can actually win this game, though. No.
0: And then the very no. next night, uh, there's another game at the Meadowlands, this one featuring my Giants hosting the Seahawks. Feels yeah, like that Meadowlands it, turf uh, is
1: really getting a workout early this season.
0: It is, and uh, has not been getting favorable reviews. No, uh, no, it's not. From,
1: no, it's not. Um,
0: the Jets and Aaron Rodgers, but anyway, um, this is, for me, kind of the make or break game for the Giants yeah. this season. If they win, I think you know, they could be competitive for a wild card spot. If they lose, then yeah, they'll probably have a top 10 to the 15 draft pick, I think. Yeah. But uh, maybe even a top five draft pick. But uh, we'll see. But anyway, I I Still think it's going up the, fast I mean, already. Just, it's going up fast. Yeah, the 4 <laughs> teams and the Giants, the four zero and three teams and the Giants. We've already got our top five. Uh, That's it. there's nice anyway.
1: twelve teams in it.
0: <laughs> right. You need a bigger barrel. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, kettle. here I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the uh, Giants and say that they. You were know, play a better game and that they win another close game. I'll say Giants 27, Seattle 24, and I would bet that you're going to take the other way. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm taking Seattle 30 and the Giants 24. I think it's a close game. I think it's a good game. I'm just not convinced that Saquon Barkley is playing in it. If he's playing in it, I feel a lot different. But I just think the fighting Geno Smith can, you know, They can run a little bit. They can throw the ball a little bit. And, like, that secondary is going to slow the few wide receivers that make it down the field down. I just – Daniel Jones is going to have to run a lot. I don't want that for him. But uh, I would be happy to see this go the other way. I just don't see how it's going to at this current moment in time. (laughs) So, we did not agree on 15 games this week. (laughs) We we'll see how those picks make out. But before we let you go, quickly, just a couple of daily fantasy pick options. Like I said, we cover you on all your bases here. Um, if you're looking for value picks, this is your one-stop shop. You know who to put in. This is how you pay for the guys you want to play. At quarterback, C.J. Stroud really can't say enough good stuff about what I think he's going to do on the field this week. Chino Smith, also, we might see that game differently, but he's going to put up some numbers, and the price is still very right. At running back, Zach Moss, Um, I think he's got potential to do a little damage here. Raheem Mostert, obviously, we saw what happened last week. Um, I still think he is the number one back there, and he's going to get more of the options. Isaiah Pacheco came back from the dead. Love that. I'd love to see that continue. At wide receiver, Joshua Palmer, we talked about earlier. Tank Dell as well. There we go, we're rhyming. Um, Both really good options, and the price is very right there. At tight end, Dalton Kincaid and Luke Musgrove are all good bets. And defensively, Houston, Baltimore, Tampa, you can't go wrong there. Um, But thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll be back with you next week on our normal night, Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time for a full hour and maybe a little more. You can find us all over social media all week long. And thank you so much for listening. Good luck, unless, of course, you're playing us.